The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, y'all. I'm Julie. Hi there. I'm Brenda. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side. Now, y'all need to know that we're obsessed with everything on the other side. Yes, we are. Because once you learn to navigate the energetic, or to some, the invisible world, life is going to be more fun and much more serene. Uh, heck yes, it can. Because let's be honest, Bryn, Earth School is hard. In fact, you taught me that. Let's crush Earth School together. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side a production of iHeartRadio. Well, hello, my witchy poo. How are you this fine day? I am good, my elf. How are you? <laughs> you know, I'm freezing. Suzanne has our house <laughs> so cold. She does. It's like, it's a, the other day I was on a, on a Zoom call, which I've now learned to hate, but I was on a Zoom call and I had a blanket over my lap. And somebody's like, why do you have a blanket over your lap? It's like 100 degrees. I said, because I'm freezing. Like Suzanne keeps his house so damn cold. It's Because we have, just so everybody knows, it's not that we are, we're throwing our money away to the local electric company, but we have geothermal here um, in our house. Nice. And geothermal actually nice. heats and cools the house uh, from the earth. It's right. really awesome technology. I don't think anybody really cares about that. Like they don't care about my keto updates, but... Um, <laughs> I'm they still care. doing it. You know they care. <laughs> they do care. They care. In fact, all of you guys that are writing in and ask me questions, I so appreciate it. Awesome. Because it takes a village to to eat keto. True. And they have so yeah. many good ideas too. <laughs> right? That's it has kept me alive, literally. So today we are not, you're not talking, freezing or you are. <laughs> to, no, I'm freezing today. Today we are not talking about geothermal and we are not talking about keto, but it is actually our favorite kind of episode. That's right. It is Insider's Inside. Woo! We love hearing from people. Well, and you love it because you actually named it oh, Insider's Insight. <laughs> because I know you're keeping score on the stuff that you named. <laughs> And it's and it's in the low single digits, everybody. Just for the it's record, a very easy score to keep. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like I can. I'm one, I can one, count one for maybe five tries. 
I can count. No, it's probably one for 10. I can count them on Sookie's paws, the number of ideas. I'm just not kidding. I have other gifts. I'm not the idea You person. You have lots of gifts. That is for damn sure. So we, you know, would love all the questions from everybody. And, um, and my favorite part is that they're actually addressing them to us or to you. Next time you do a Q&A show, would you include this? So I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking that. people want their name said. So I, so our first question, so here's the thing, you ask and you shall receive. So our, our first question is from Tara. Hi, Hi Tara. Tara. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, Hi, Julie. Okay. So she, she sent it to the right person. I don't know why <laughs> I say that because it's usually you're the right person. Hi, Julie. Here's a question for your next Insider's Guide listener episode. Are there many living people at the moment who haven't incarnated before? By the way, good question, Tara. She adds, <laughs> I've tried past life regression under hypnosis and only make it back to my current childhood. My pendulum clearly indicates that this is my first time in a body on this planet or any other. What's that all about? Would I really have been crazy enough to choose to incarnate for the first time now? Good God! Exclamation point. Okay, so I love her emphasis. <laughs> it's a great question, and it's a and it is a, such a fabulous question. So, actually, Brand, do you want to take a crack at this one because you know because you're you and these are your gifts? <laughs> I know, I know, it was your question, but I'll jump in. Sure. So, first of all, I love that she's trying hypnosis because that's always fun. I like how you call it fun. You know, I like trying hypnosis. That's always fun. It is always fun. <laughs> I've never had it, and I really want it. Oh. I'm just going to okay. say that right now. It's on my bucket list. Oh, oh that, that's easily done. Yay. <laughs> yeah, it's so fun. We could do it on air. But this is what I want. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. We're never going to get through. Tara, sorry. Never get through your damn question because so, I'm too into the hypnosis what, part. So, Tara, what I want to say is just because you, you, in your first regression session, didn't go back into another lifetime doesn't mean that you haven't had other lifetimes, okay? That's what I want to say first, just out of the gate. It's not like you failed <laughs> regression, you didn't fail hypnotherapy, but oftentimes it, it's not uncommon for people to have to go one, two, maybe even three times before they get beyond this physical uh, lifetime, before you get to other lifetimes. Well, for a lot of reasons, but one, because it's hard to let go. And, you know, if, if you're someone who's very, very heady, like you're in your head a lot and you're really smart and you like to process information and you like to know things and understand things, then it's hard to really wrap your brain around, I've lived before. What would that be like? How does that work? How does, you know, the soul versus body exchange work? Is there, you know, like a market, like the stock market? You know, like how do I have to... Oh my God. Like, how does it work? You know, There's so, like a NASDAQ for that. <laughs> What's the soul NASDAQ? That's right. What's the soul NASDAQ? <laughs> right, the S&P 500 for souls. But like, so sometimes it's just hard to wrap our human brain around it. That in and of itself can get in the way of you releasing and landing in another lifetime. And so that's what I just want to say. So don't worry about it. It, it can be a muscle. You, you can practice. You can get better at it. So give yourself an, a couple more chances before you absolutely say no to hypnotherapy. And then isn't, wait, I got a question to your question because we're going to be doing this a lot today. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. <laughs> uh-huh. You're welcome. Isn't it to where sometimes when we jump in the last life, it's so traumatic? So I was going to say, sometimes, you know, the past lives, there's a, there's a wisdom you have that says, 
that was an intense lifetime for you. It could have been drama. It could have been, maybe it wasn't even trauma. It, maybe it was just drama you created, <laughs> you know, like you did some things and, <laughs> and, you know, we have, there's, you have a higher wisdom, you have a higher knowing that says, yeah, we're not going to let you have access to this, you know, specific memory because it won't be helpful. It could actually be more damaging. And so you have to trust that. So there there could be characteristics of another lifetime that you actually said you didn't want to reactivate for this lifetime. It could have been something that was actually a gift that you would just overuse because it was so easy for you or you were so good at it. And then you wouldn't learn new things. And we want you to learn new things. So that it could even be something like that, or it could be something else, something that you did to the detriment. And your wiser part of yourself says, hey, we're not going to give you access to that. That's That wouldn't be wise. That's something that you actually contracted for perhaps before you came by. So you're not getting a green light to go forward, um, you know, quite yet. So that's what I'd say. And it's also possible, I don't know what the situation was, this isn't to diss anyone, but it's possible that the practitioner, the hypnotherapist you were working with isn't a good match for you, or perhaps is not experienced enough for what you might be running into on the other side. So another layer of protection that can be built in that says, hey, we're not going to let you go into another situation or an intense situation with this particular guide. So it could be something like that. And of course, there is a possibility that it is your first time, your first rodeo. <laughs> you know, that's right, girl. First rodeo, giddy up. You know, and if it is your first rodeo, I would say chances are it may not be unusual for you to be interested in hypnotherapy, but it would be a little unusual for you to be interested enough to actually sign up for it. <laughs> so that would, that's what makes me think perhaps it's not your first rodeo. Thinking about this question because it's, it, it's bringing up something that one of my teachers said and. She said 80% of the people, the souls on the planet are on the newer side, not brand new souls, but newer. And so that could be 10 lifetimes would still be considered brand spanking new, (laughs) you know, still kindergarten level. And then, you know, 10% would be the old souls, the wise wise souls. And so, you know, that leaves another 10% that's somewhere in between. Wow. Okay. So is it in our rule book that I can ask questions to your answers from a listener's question? <laughs> Wait, let me access the rule book. <laughs> I have no idea. Someone just say to, yes. Just say yes. <laughs> just say yes. Okay, good. It worked. We, note to self, we need a rule book. <laughs> note to self, we do need a rule book. Probably so. Okay, so I have a two-parter to your answers to the question. Okay. Uh, from Bring Tara. <laughs> Number one is, why on earth would new souls choose to be here now? This seems a little complicated to be new. Well, d- great question. And I know everyone's thinking, why are we here? In <laughs> <Right. laughs> one of our episodes, we talked about, you asked me, Bren, is our picker broken? <laughs> I, think, I, right? I think that question applies today. <laughs> but um, what I'd say is that anytime we get to come to earth, it is such a magical place and such a blessing. It is like a soul's amusement park, right? Because it's beautiful. And yes, we have these heavy, clunky bodies that break and stuff, but it's so cool to be embodied. It's just such a gift on this planet with an amazing atmosphere. Hopefully we can restore it. And, you know, like all this, so many blessings, so much beauty, so much magic here on this planet. So at any time, absolutely any time, privilege to play. <laughs> wow. So it's kind of like maybe uh, what they had to do was like, okay, we're going to have a global pandemic. Who wants to go raise your hand? And all the new ones like, hey, that sounds great. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) 
hop on the bus to hell while you're at it. <laughs> so, okay, but this is also related to it. Okay. Um, because you talked about how the old so- soul seemed to be a smaller number. Mm-hmm. And, of course... And you were saying if you're somebody who's in your head too much. So I actually went into my head and I start doing the math (laughs) because it makes sense to stop it. Don't even say whatever it is that you want to say. Because the math makes sense given the populations have grown exponentially over the years. So clearly as the population grows, there has to be newer souls that that enter. So that makes sense. But because of everything that's going on, like – do we get like extra credit for being here right now or at least like a door prize? Do I get a shirt? Remember those old radio remotes? You know, I, d- I did these years ago, like almost 30 years ago for JCPenney. And we would have a big van from a radio station show up at the parking lot of a mall and say, hey, come on over to JCPenney. The new the styling salon's having a special and would give them away like a bumper sticker. People would wreck their cars to get like a free bumper sticker. So do we get a bumper sticker for showing up at a time like this? Like honk if you're a dipshit soul or something? Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So, let me think about this spiritual equivalent of a bumper sticker, what that might be. (laughs) Oh my God, everybody, I'm so sorry, but I'm laughing my ass off over here. (laughs) She is watching me squirm. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God, it's so funny. I just want to know if we get like a door prize. Well, I know that when you go to the other side, many, 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 many years from now, there are going to be throwing door prizes at you. (laughs) They're going to be throwing doors at me. Yeah, doors, door prizes, all kinds of fun knickknacks and crafty things you will love. (laughs) I know, stickers. But no, but for real, though, it's like, I mean, is there a time that you reincarnate? I mean, legitimately, do we get extra credit for coming in at a rough time? Or is it just such a blessing that you get to be here that is your door prize? First of all, it is not predestined that there's a pandemic in 2020. That that wasn't predestined. Right? Ah. So that is something that okay. is in the algorithm that is the earth, <laughs> mm. right? That is always taking information in and putting information out in the world. We are creating that every day, which is why, you know, to quote my amazing student and friend of Tarot, Carrie, who for the Wheel of Fortune always says, check yourself before you wreck yourself, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's the chariot card, her interpretation of it. But I think of that as every day. Because we are inputting how we live, we input into that algorithm of the earth. So you don't get extra points as much as every single person on the planet is inputting in how you behave, how you react, you know, how you're showing up and checking in. You know, the people who show up to work 50% every day, they are not looking at bonus points or door prizes when they get to the other side, (laughs) right? They're just not. It doesn't mean that they're going to have stuff thrown on them, but you know, they're not going to get showered with door prizes and crafty things. <laughs> That's not how it's going to go. Okay. So you just put a major bummer on my question because <laughs> well, I want a door prize uh, or a little credit. Like I want a plus next to my letter. Because you showed up during a pandemic, it depends on how you show up every day. So that plus, that parade is completely available to you, but it's not because of the pandemic. It's actually more important how you show up every day. Oh, okay. So with that. So then I'll get my damn ticker tape parade some other way. (laughs) On that bummer, we'll take a break. We are taking a break. (laughs) (laughs) A bummer break. No. (laughs) I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but. Same old. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. 
We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. And we are back from the bummer. (laughs) And to move on from the bummer, we're going to bring on another question. It's an invitation to up your game every day. (laughs) Hey, I just think we all need door prizes. Just to know that we had, like, in the pandemic, even though I guess we created it, I still want to know, get a damn door prize. Okay, then we probably need to give away, let's say, 10 Insider Insights swag. You have, you, I know you've got a pile somewhere of stuff. Oh, I do have a pile. Okay. Here's the problem. I'm not going to the post office, but um, okay. <laughs> but when I decide to go to the post office again, I won't. Have you ever looked on, stepped in front of your post office and looked at all the fingerprints all over those glass doors? It just screams COVID to me. <laughs> I'm that person, everybody. I'm just going to say it know. out loud. I do, I do not need to be in public. Good choice. Make good choices uh, yeah, for no, you. I don't need to be in public. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I, I, I get mad at people, so that's not good for my door prize. <laughs> we have another question, Brent. I oh, think this one, uh, this one is yours. Thank God. Right? Okay. He says you're welcome, or she says you're welcome. Okay, go. Oh, it's my question. It's your damn question. It's my damn one. question. <laughs> Lord. Maya, you can edit that shit out. Or not. <laughs> or not. It's hysterical. Okay, we do have another question. Here we go. Hi, Julie and Brenda. I just Smart want to Smart person. You... They put my name first. And, I'm just saying these are very, these are wise listeners. <laughs> they got the game. <laughs> I see these are your door prizes. 
So I just wanted to let you know how wonderful your podcast is and that it has helped yes. me cope with my grandmother's worsening dementia and understand that her soul is jumping between here and the spirit world. This year, it has gotten worse, and I'm not sure how much longer she will physically be here with us. She's about to turn 95. And as I'm sure many people can agree, no matter how old someone is, it get, never gets easier seeing the progression of this disease. I do remember your episode regarding Harper Gray's grandfather. However, I do not recall if you discussed the very end slash hospice portion of Crossing Over. Would it be possible to discuss this in a future episode or discuss dementia or Alzheimer's more in depth from a spiritual standpoint? And again, thank you for helping me cope with this time. For starters, rock on 95. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's impressive stuff. Yep. So that's a lot of question packed into like one Instagram DM. So I just love the phrasing that she chose here, which is, I'm not sure how much longer she will physically be with us, implying that she completely understands that she's always going to be connected. Oh, I love that too. You know, this one is, as you can imagine, very near and dear to me with uh, dementia slash Alzheimer's. And I don't, I, I think that how we jump is less about what type of disease we may have. You know, I, I think that in in terms of going back and forth, like, like she was asking, because it seems like, you know, yes, we are, sl- you know, when we have a terminal disease, let's say, and so we're on kind of a slow path to exit, a slow path to jump. Um, that there's more opportunity to go back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the experience with Harper's grandfather was extraordinary because he um, he actually wasn't, I think he was probably about four months off of when, or maybe five when he actually did jump. But the fact that he was like uh, hollering my name was very strange. I experienced this with my Aunt Marlene. Aunt Marlene. <laughs> Aunt Marlene, part of the M squad. Yeah. And it was one night I was uh, taking a bath and... One of these days, we're going to have a whole episode on water, but that's a whole different episode than this. But I was taking a bath, and I was in this amazing meditative state, and my eyes were wide open, and I see my Aunt Marlene flying around in front of me. And she placed both of her children, so my cousins, Jay and Kristen, in front of me, and she showed me herself flying through them. And so... I, at the time, I'm like, oh, she's practicing, right? Like, it's she's practicing, exactly. so this exactly. must be coming relatively soon. And the next morning, my cousin Kristen called me and told me that, you know, Marlene had passed. And it might have been with the time zone difference. I think she was showing me probably four hours or something, yes. you know, before she ultimately, this you know, is, jumped. This is very common if, if you're able to tune in like that. Yeah. It, and it was extraordinary, actually. It was absolutely extraordinary. And then I just talked to my friend Rick this morning and he just lost his mom, mom's body, I guess. Yeah, just thank lost you. his mom's thank body. Thank you for that everything. Yes. Uh-huh. You're welcome. Because he's a super spiritual dude. And so he's very well aware of this. And he was actually by her side. And she had been struggling with an, a number of different diseases and difficult for her to focus and muscle memory and all these things. And he said right before, right before her soul left her body, it was like suddenly her body was fully functional for just a brief moment. Isn't that great? And and it, it so this what I love about that so much is it actually takes a lot of focused energy is a surge to transition 
And so that's why when people are heavily medicated, sometimes it's hard, they linger much longer than they would have. Now, there's all kinds of re- great reasons to be on that medication, right? To keep people out of pain and da da da. But, the, you know, this, it takes that energetic organization. So it doesn't surprise me at all that right before she passed, she, she pulled it together. She could really organize it in order to move her body a final time before she could leave. That's great stuff. Yeah. And, and you know, I've, it's funny that you talk about that energy that that is needed because, um, with channeling, it takes work to get out of your body. Like you don't okay. just snap your fingers <laughs> well, and like, boom, your spirit, you know, like cruises through your seventh chakra and you're out. It takes work. Yeah. So yeah, of course. It like if that yeah. if you would have said that to me a year ago, I'd have been like, huh? Mm-hmm. But I now understand yeah. the work that it takes to get and out. You can of your get body. out through the seventh. You can get out through the third. Like you can get out through the third eye. Like there's different ways to do that, but it, you you'd still have to be organized, right? You don't have to be organized. <laughs> and actually, the medication's a really good point, too, because I, you know, my mother was heavily medicated right. um, when she jumped. And and really, I mean, not for nothing, she drug it out. Like, she <laughs> was, her exit was going to be grand. And it's like, meaning you're going to expect it yeah. for days and days and days and days because I ain't going yet. Yeah. But I think, you know, your point about the medication is certainly one of them. Yeah. And another part of that question is a tough one. I will do my best to share what I understand about it. But, you know, she asked about dementia, Alzheimer's, but talking more in depth from a spiritual standpoint. And, you know, that gets into like really heavy material about like what what emotional issues were we having that brought that disease into our body, right? Mm-hmm. And I and so I think that's a tricky one. But one of the things that has been, I think, elusive for a lot of folks about Alzheimer's is and, and like the connection with it what I've heard is people who suffer from this have had some sort of trauma in their life. And trauma, from what I understand, isn't just the trauma caused by someone else. It could be trauma we caused ourselves. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Because right, it's, it's traumatic, right? We do all kinds of things to betray ourselves. All the time. And it was interesting because I, and I'll just talk a little bit about what, and odds are you're the one who told me this. <laughs> <laughs> I talk like you weren't, but you were, I'm sure. <laughs> You're so funny. We've had we've we've had so many conversations I can't like catalog all of them, but I catalog about ninety nine percent of them. I remember, and let's just say it was you, it telling me about this kind of trauma aspect. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, the first place I go was my mother abused, you know, what what had happened. Because I'm of course trauma to me at the time was about what people inflict upon. Well, that each was other. your experience, right? So that was course, my experience, of course. Of course. You would go there first, right? But I'll tell you what was interesting. And I think the trauma that my mother inflicted upon herself is that she wasn't a big believer in the other side, which is really ironic now, right? I and mean, this is like let's just start like layering the irony of this whole thing. Remember, I we come to, to forget. We come. We, we come to forget so that we have the joy of remembering. <laughs> um, but if you think about just if all you believed was what is physical. Mm-hmm how traumatizing that is to yourself, to your soul, to think this is all there is. And my mother was very much like that. She'd say, well, when you die, you die. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that was her thing. And I didn't, and, and again, I don't know. And I, I should ask her, actually, if she was just like talking shit because she talked shit all the time. <laughs> I learned from the best. Um, and, and I love you. But, 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 <laughs> I am such I am such a like mini version, not mini, but a young version of Margaret. But I very much do believe in the other side. But I could see that being really traumatizing for her because if something, you know, wasn't going well, you had nothing to turn to. 
you know, mm-hmm. or even to have a daily practice of understanding that, you yeah, know, connection. there's something much, yeah, connection, something bigger than, than what we are. So I just rambled a whole lot about trauma and dementia and Alzheimer's. I've also heard that if somebody's 95 years old, shit gives out, man. Yes. And, <laughs> yes. and it does. Shit gives out. Like, it, like plaque forms in our brain, mm-hmm. you know, I think starting at the age of 40 or something like that, right. it very, very slowly and our brains start to shrink as well. So, I mean, our organs give out. So I would give uh, grandma a little break on this one yeah. and just, she, she owed. Yeah. That's what I would say. But uh, I thought I would at least try my best to answer. No, that was beautiful. Answer. That was beautiful, without a doubt. Sometimes it's, you know, I don't, you know, know the grandmother's backstory, but I, I do feel like there's an element that sometimes when you've worked so hard in your life, you can choose this as a path to let other people finally take care of you. Oh, that's a good one. Because honestly, the whole thing about that disease and I learned this early on, is that it was way harder on the loved ones than it was on the person right. because they're living in la-la land. Yeah. I mean, they, they don't have any stress, right? No, well, I mean, they can get upset. I mean, obviously, there's... there's well, there's sundowners. Yeah. There's all sorts of things yeah. that can happen. But I mean, in the scheme of things, yeah, it's like... Of it, that, that they actually need to be cared for. Yes, they so, do. So that, that can be an element. And there's lots of different things. Everyone is unique. I don't want to you know, think that it can be summed up in a tagline or something because we're complicated beings. But... We're going to take a break to give you guys time to regroup <laughs> before we come back. Because <laughs> you've been listening to this very to get over all your trauma, deep all this, this very deep conversation. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> oh hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today 
and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Okay, and we are back from the trauma break. <laughs> we are not talking about door prizes this for this last break. This was actually traumatizing for me, I think, more than anybody. Um, so we do have another question, and we love you guys so much. I mean, this question makes me giggle so hard, just the very first, because I'm assuming it's a she. She says, I know you are busy gals. I just love... <laughs> it was so cute. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I know y'all are busy gals. And I'm just like, just what a sweetheart would say, I know y'all are busy gals. And I'm sure you get a lot of questions. See, look how intuitive she is. We love these questions, though. <laughs> right? She says, but I have another one. Do spirits get angry with us or chose not to be present in our lives because they feel we have let them down? Okay, this is like one of the sweetest hearts that wrote that question. Without a doubt. I mean, I just, if it wasn't COVID, I would track you down and hug you, whoever you are. <laughs> Instead, I'm going to send an energy hug you away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm energetically hugging you. I hope you're listening to this episode because that is like one of the most, like, sweetest questions. And one is, I'm not as busy as you think I am. Brenda is, but I'm not. She's busy for both of us. <laughs> so do you want to hit the first part? Because I have a point of view on it. Do you want to give your point of view? Um, My point of view? Because you're going to tell me how wrong I am. Okay. No. Do they get angry with us? Yes, you are. But it's fine. Do they get angry with us? It, no. I, in my experience, they don't get angry. Anger is not something that really carries over like that. Now, um, especially with a loved one. But I actually am under the impression that spirits that are not in your orbit or from your, your boo crew... <laughs> That like if you go to a site where there were, you know, there was multiple murders or something like that, either you might get, there might be a little hate in there, but it's not directed towards you. It had actually nothing to do with you. It's just that they can be an angry spirit, right? I mean, that's my point of view on that. Is that fair? Oh, you tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Definitely angry spirits. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah, and you can run into them, sure. So I don't have I have no corrections on that myself. Just for that. Yes. <laughs> I just want to be clear about that. You crushed it. Um, that's my door prize. <laughs> I'm throwing them at you. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> um, but this is what I would say. Remember, we we get frustrated all the time with our you know going day to day. We get frustrated with other people. We get frustrated with ourselves because our school is hard, right? People like we talk about it all the time. Our school is hard. But my experience is that spirits they don't really get frustrated with you if you if they give you advice if they give you inspiration if they're trying to guide you to do something they know that you have options they they remember what it's like being in our school they just know you're going to get that lesson someplace else it doesn't matter like it, you know they know that we get to do this over and over again so it's it's not really like that and it, it's not like they don't have their personality that they had when you knew them here on earth but they have so much more than just their personality because they are in spirit form right so they they're more expanded they they can understand multidimensional things with greater ease as opposed to 
why didn't you ever take out the garbage, you know, or whatever it is that is annoying the crap out of you when you're in the earth, when we're in earth school. Are you talking to my mother right now? Because I never take the trash out. <laughs> I find that bullshit. If she's talking to you about that, that is bullshit, mom. <laughs> It was such a random thing as it came out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so random, but uh, but not. You brought her up. <laughs> I did. But, right, but totally the, did. the point is, so that, that, you know, when we get pissy with our personalities and things like that, like that's, that, that, that pretty much gets lost. It doesn't mean that they can't be a, a smart ass or, you know, kid us and tease us, but that, you know, sheer, sheer frustration where they're like, ah. Oh, you know, you're just annoying me or that, that really goes away when they make the transition. That's my experience over and over and over again. And I also think the second part of the question about, you know, did we disappoint them? And I have not one time Mm -hmm. experienced any spirit related to me or to others Mm -hmm. that they were actually disappointed because they love you. It's not a thing. And it is about love. It, a disappointment is not a thing because like you said, they do remember how hard it is to be human and, you know, they had to go through their life review. They saw all those things. And so they know. Yeah. And so disappointment isn't in. In fact, I, I have I have not encountered a spirit that wasn't actually proud. Well, and it's such a reminder of the compassion. They just up the compassion game so much. And so they're like, oh, we love you so much. And they're like, really? They don't mind that I sold their house or, you know, like all these things that they we worry about in the spirit world or in the earth world doesn't it just doesn't retain any value in spirit what retains value is the heart-to-heart connection yeah it's called unconditional love every time and it's just so beautiful to see over and over now having said that i will say there are times when the spirit is unavailable because they're off studying or they're doing some deep healing or they're offering deep healing and they may you know even though they can you know bilocate and be in different locations at once. Sometimes it takes their full focus if they're doing a deep study or something like that. So they, they might just be, you know, quote unquote, offline for a little bit. But that doesn't mean that they're they're mad at you or frustrated with you. <laughs> just, I would like for them to go study what door prizes we can have for being on earth during a global pandemic. <laughs> My crafty elf wants door prizes. <laughs> fucking door prize. <laughs> this sucks. I want a door prize. <laughs> So with that, we want to thank you for your great questions. Please keep sending them in. They make us laugh and they open our hearts and we can't ask for any more. So remember to send us all your stories because we want to help guide you. We know that our school is hard. Without the other side. And without you guys. We'd be nothing without you. Literally. <laughs> Actually, thanks, just everybody. Each other. <laughs> we would be. We'd do that anyway. We'd be horseshitting around. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thanks for joining us, everyone. And a special thanks to our producer, Maya Cole, who guides us while we guide you. Hit us up on Instagram at Other Side Guides or shoot us a note at Other Side Guides at iHeartRadio.com. And you can even call us at 833-22-GUIDE to leave us a message. We want to know what you think. We want to know what you know. And we want to hear your stories. And remember, Earth School is hard without the other side. Insider's Guide to the Other Side is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.